Hi, this is Tom Field, Editorial Director with Information Security Media Group. We're talking today with Chris Van Beek, Senior Vice President of Information Systems and Risk at Digital Federal Credit Union. Chris, thanks so much for joining me. Well, thank you for having me. Chris, for people who aren't familiar with your credit union, maybe you can tell us a little bit about the institution. Sure. Uh, we're about a $4.5 billion credit union located in Marlboro, Massachusetts. Uh, we have uh, just shy of 400,000 members. Um, you know, our, our kind of claim to fame is, is utilizing technology to, you know, for member service and you know, really trying to take it upon ourselves and use technology to make it easy to do business with digital um, in, in whatever that might be, whether it's loan origination or, or opening a membership or just you know, doing basic transactions. Chris, what do you find to be your institution's top information security concerns these days at a time when digital is really kind of in the the hair the you know the the target of the fraudsters? It, it, it's a great question, a difficult question because there is so many kind of emerging threats, and I don't think there's one single answer. You know, there's, there's the top two or three, but you know, clearly from the internet, you see more and more activity and attempts to defraud financial institutions, you know, whether it's, you know, opening uh, fraudulent memberships, um, identity theft, obviously, you know, very common these days. And, you know, even once you have, uh, you know, a member that, that maybe uh, may have been a good member at one point in time, but, you know, due to financial stress or change in personal circumstances or, or what have you, where, um, you know, they may actually turn to, to fraud in order to um, maintain their current level of, of, of lifestyle. So, you know, the idea of the online channel um, it, it continues to evolve as kind of a, a high-risk area. And the other side of it, I guess, is, you know, all the traditional channels as well, you know, whether it's ATMs or, or branch transactions, the idea of, you know, of, you know kind of almost the, the old thinking of, you know, know your customer, know your member, um, really kind of is very, very important. And, you know, how can you use technology to, to know your member better? That makes sense. Now, you've got a tech-savvy membership. What do you find to be the members' top information security concerns? It, again, you know, a really great question. Um, you know, we get a lot of a lot of inquiries these days. You know, members really want to know, um, you know, kind of a affirmation that their online channels are, are secure. You know, that they're really doing business with a you know legitimate financial institution, and that their you know transactions are, are accurate and, and timely. Um, most recently, actually, you know, we had almost kind of a reverse approach for like secondary authentication or multi-factor authentication, where we, where as I said, we use technology to take some of the burden on ourselves. We were doing um, transaction monitoring, meaning you know where an IP address is coming, where a member is coming from, what IP address, um, trending, uh, identifying when they do business with us. They do it from you know traditionally nine to five on the online channels. Um, and then kind of paralleling those things with their normal transaction, with their, um, th those trends with, with, you know, strong authentication up front. And, and then what we've more recently gone to a more, more traditional secondary authentication. So, you know, we've kind of almost done it backwards in a sense. But, you know, our members are really kind of interested in what we're doing behind the scenes. And it's a, it's a delicate balance because we want to share that information. But at the same time, I, I think there's some truth to be said about security by obscurity, where you know members, you know, we share with them that we are transaction monitoring, but we don't share with them all the criteria that we're looking at as part of that process. 
Well, it's interesting because you've detailed a number of things that certainly institution is facing in terms of fraud on all fronts and what your members are concerned about. How are you addressing some of these issues and how do you sort of straddle that fine line between the security and the obscurity you mentioned? Well, it, it takes a very, very strict discipline. And what I mean by that is, is identifying you know, your first priority, your second priority, your third priority, and how they need to be addressed. And then, you know, once you've identified those priorities, sometimes that the priority doesn't necessarily line up with how quickly you can provide a timely and efficient solution. So for us, you know, I already mentioned transaction monitoring. That's something that we've been doing now for well, a year and a half or so, and there's been an evolution of that. You know, what we were what we were monitoring in transactions a year ago is certainly not to the same level that we are today. You know, we've gotten better at it and more efficient fine-tuning. And, um, you know, when we add some of these other processes, um, how can we leverage that trans transaction monitoring? Historically, we've really looked at that to monitor Internet banking as a primary focal point. But now we're looking to evolve that into other channels. So, you know, the, as I mentioned, the, you know, the teller line or ATMs, um, that, that information um, is just as valuable there. And our hope is, at least you know, over the next couple of years, is to evolve this almost into a, a complete, I don't know, for lack of a better word, risk engine, where you know ultimately our members um, were you know were identifying patterns and um, processes, you know, much in line with you know I think what we're going to talk about in a few minutes about the, you know the red flags area, but doing that with with systems and, and really kind of making it very easy and efficient for our member for our staff to um, manage risk. Identify potential, you know, fraud, you know, identity theft, or anything like that, and to be able to do it, you know, really simple, empowering tools. Meaning, you know, uh, the the end goal is not necessarily to say, okay, there's a problem here, but empower our staff to you know, almost like a red, yellow, green type system where we we know that this is a very standard transaction. Uh, it happens always on Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays, and during our normal business hours. There's really no concern there. Vice versa, this is a uh, you know, an orange or red transaction, and you know typically we don't see uh, a wire going out right after we just saw an email address change. You know maybe we want to dig into this one a little bit before we let the transaction go through. Well, you said the magic words there, Chris. Red flags. Were those the words you didn't want to hear in 2008? Uh, they were, but you know it, it really goes in line with what we were kind of already doing as a credit union, anyways. You know, there, there's a lot of kind of hemming and hawing throughout the industry, and and that's not to say it's easy for us to do as as well. I mean, it just I guess my comment is it's kind of in line with the direction we were going, anyways. It, it, at the lowest root of it, you know, I, I keep kind of maybe overusing the terminology transaction monitoring, but it really is at the heart of of how we're approaching this. And you know, we, we internally looked at all the different types of transactions that we do. And you know whether it's originating a membership or, or whether it's um, you know changing a member number that may be for a member that's going through uh, a divorce or something like that, changes of address, uh, wires, ACHs, ATM transactions, deposits with you know withdrawals, and looking at each and every transaction that a member could do, and you know assigning a rating to it. You know is this you know is this something that's a higher risk or, or lower risk or maybe a medium, and then the next step is kind of meshing those together. If there's a pattern of two or three or maybe even five of these transactions, that pattern is maybe a higher risk pattern of transactions. 
And then, you know, once you start to do that, and, and it's not something you do in a day or a week or even a month, it, this, is, this is a year-long process, you have kind of the underworking, underpinnings to kind of start to uh, be in compliance with some of the red flag rules. What you're then kind of making the leap is almost the procedural piece of it, which in many respects the red flags compliance issues are, are more the procedures of that. And, um, you know, I, I at least in the regulatory background, but, you know, my thought is that the procedural piece is relatively easy once you have the technology and, and the infrastructure to support it, and um, I think we're in a pretty good place now with with having kind of taken that approach and uh, kind of bit the bullet a, a year and a half ago. Have you had your first examination on this yet, Chris? Well, we have not. Um, however, you know, I think because we're a rather a large, um, you know, fairly complex financial institution, we do frequently have you know inquiries, whether it be from regulators or auditors, and, and typically they send out some of their best and brightest to see what we're doing. Um, which was the case, as I mentioned, you know, or didn't mention, but I was referencing secondary authentication or multi-factor. Um, you know, we were kind of a you know case study for a number of of, of, of those folks just to see how we were doing things. So, uh, not to say you know we're nowhere far from perfect, but you know we always kind of try and proactively um, stay ahead of the curve because we know it takes time. You know, it's a, some of the stuff is big investments. It's a lot of work. And, uh, you know, if you don't start a year ahead, um, it's, it's tough to meet the goals. Now, one of the, the tenets of Red Flags has been customer membership awareness. What have you done to make your members more aware of some of the information security issues that maybe they were overlooking? Well, it, it, it's a great question as well. Um, and as you mentioned earlier, we do have probably maybe a little higher than average tech-savvy membership. So, uh, you know, whenever there's something out there, whether it's, you know, a, a technology solution, a technology threat, uh, a, a regulation change, typically we get probably more than our share of feedback on that. And the other thing that, you know, we've, because we're technology oriented, we have maybe more than the average set of tools. Uh, one example of that is we have a product what's called Message Center. And Message Center really is behind uh, the pin. It's an internet banking tool that, that no other folks internally developed and as a result of that we're able to send messages to members and you know the idea of it is you know hey you know did you do a transaction you know just to want to confirm it you know there's a you know wire going out or ATM transaction going out or you changed your email address and the idea of that you may have done that at the teller line or you may have done that at uh, the ATM or, or whatever it is that you wherever the channel is that you've caused that that we've had consistency among all the different channels and the ability to provide that information in a constructive, um, red flag-oriented communication, um, I think kind of puts us a step ahead of everybody else, or I shouldn't say everybody else, a step ahead of the regulation or compliance concerns. Um, but also, you know, we have regular member communication stuff, um, you know, whether it's, it's stuff that's developed in, internally by our um, marketing department or our risk groups, um, they're pretty aggressive about that, and we post a lot of information out on, out on the internet, on our internet, and via emails and you know related channels. We also have a news um, uh, quarterly newsletter that we put a lot of that information out on that as well. Well, it sounds like you must have a pretty security aware staff as well, from the top to the bottom. Yeah, uh, we, we really do. Um, it's a really a great team. Uh, I have a, a couple of you know ex-regulators that uh, you know I've worked with at the Federal Reserve, for example, 
as kind of key positions um, in the department. And that the whole team, I mean, they really get it, and they're very, very excited. And at the root of it is really, you know, member service. How how can we do this? How can we comply without dumping on the members? You know, the members are there. They're here. We're here because they're here. And um, you know, whether it's you know setting up uh, best practices or procedures, we try very hard to kind of explain why we're doing what we're doing to members, not just you know. Here's another password you have to remember. It's, you know, how can we present that in such a way that to minimize the impact to our members. Are you doing mobile banking, Chris? We do. Um, we have mobile banking. It's kind of, we've had it for well, over five years. It, it's not, uh, it hasn't been explosive in terms of its utilization, um, but, it, you know, it's something that we see a small segment of our members uh, looking to use. We do have a lot of uh, requests these days for uh, an uh, iPhone right. uh, application, and we have not gone that route yet. Uh, but it's something we'll take a look at, and if the right solution appears and we think it's going to meet our member needs, we, we might take a harder look at it. So we're halfway through 2009 now. What would you say are your major security agenda items for the rest of this year? Well, I think the number one is the idea of pulling all the information together, and I kind of referenced it before a little bit, but for lack of a better way way of saying it, you know, a risk system or a risk engine, you know, we're kind of doing it today. We're pulling pieces of it together, but more in a test mode. And, you know, the idea or the concept of, you know, kind of almost assigning a, you know, a, I don't know, for lack of a better way of saying green, yellow, or green, orange, yellow, red type um, rating to member circumstances. And you know, again, the idea of not dumping that on the member, but, but taking that out on ourselves. So you know, whether it's utilizing message center or you know, maybe an extra question at the teller line to, to talk to a member and ask them about you know, recent transaction activity. But again, we don't want to dump on the member. So creating that system that communicates with all of our different channels that that's really the key, and, and it's taking what we have in, in bits and pieces throughout the credit and pulling it all together in a really effective uh, approach to it. That that's our number one. We're always looking, um, you know, whether it's multi-factor authentication or whether it's um, other security parameters. You know, what what can we anticipate? You know, what can our members uh, be looking for us to have around the corner um, in the security world? And um, it, sometimes they come out of nowhere. You know, every once in a while, you, you, we, I think a lot of us, we all get the cold calls on a pretty regular basis, and every once in a while, you find a diamond in the rough there. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, it's, it's leapfrog, leapfrog-type technology. So uh, I'm always looking for that. Well, Chris, sounds like you've got a good plan, and it sounds like uh, you've had a, a good year. Yeah, it's... Uh, Definitely in the, in the risk world and in the IS world, for that matter, 2009 has definitely been a, a different year and um, very, very aggressive, and you see the changes. And, and I'm I, I, sure it's not just us, but you know, I think there's almost a newfound respect um, in the risk management area slash um, uh, the, the technology solutions. You know, that's certainly probably, at least since the, I've been here, I've been here almost five years now, in 2009, you know, as a credit union as a whole, we've had a, a lot of support in this area. Chris, I appreciate your time and your insight today. My pleasure. If I can ever help, let me know. We've been talking with Chris Van Beek of Digital Federal Credit Union. For Information Security Media Group, I'm Tom Field.
Thank you very much.